Hey everybody, just want to let you know with the Jim Cren No Restrictions app now available on iTunes and Google Play, it's absolutely free, streams 24-7 of No Restrictions. Make it easy on just get it today. It's on iTunes and Google Play. Jim Cren No Restrictions app. Jim Cren No Restrictions with Todd DeFazio. It is Jim Cren No Restrictions. We are at Bloom's Cigars, my friend. Uh, Mark Blooms, he owns uh, the greatest cigar shop in the city. It's on the south side of Pittsburgh, right around 12th Street, right off Carson. Just uh, look for Jack's Bar, about 10 feet in from Jack's. Uh, tremendous. Come on down. Biggest selection in the city for cigars. Welcoming Blooms Cigar Southside. And that's where Todd DeFazio, partner in crime, sitting here across me. And we also, Giant Eagle has all the Yenzer cards. We're getting ready for the Christmas cards. Christmas cards will be out early November. And all your giant eagles for your Yinzer cars. And check them out. Check out all the categories, birthday and whatever. So it's a lot of fun. And uh, uh, I appreciate everyone listening. Uh, thanks again for uh, tuning in to No Restrictions. i got to tell you, I, I don't take it for granted. I don't. I really don't. I, I, you've been in, doing this a long time. And uh, it, it, I thank you for coming up and saying hello. And if you listen to the show or watch my webpage, uh my videos or stand up and make a comment i appreciate and welcome that i you know so a couple people came up this week and you know they said jim i don't want to bother you i said you know it's one you know is never a bother is an honor you come up and uh, say hello and take a photo or just hang out <clears throat> believe me you know, that, that always Todd, that always gets me with people that uh, are lucky enough to have a job where they can speak to a lot of people or, or perform or get a lucky enough to be able to entertain it always bothered me that they i don't know why it just bugs me because I, I it's happened to me where i've gone up to people i've seen on tv or radio or whatever and yeah. kind of shun me <laughs> people always ask me all the time like hey how's jimmy like what's he like in person and I, I said what you see is what you get I, there's no he's not hiding anything i said uh he'll he'll talk to somebody when we're out we'll be waiting to, i'll be waiting to leave and he'll be He'll be talking to somebody, having a beer with them, you know, if they listen to the show, listen to the show or well, anything. Well, you, you have the same philosophy because we were talking about this, you know, in that, you know, Todd's kind of guy, he said, you know, hey, if I uh, get to that point where I can, you know, make a difference and I can help people, uh, he will, that's what he wants to do. And, that, and that's why I think God gives anybody anything like that to share. And uh, I saw it with people I idolize, really role models like Bruno San Martino. We talked about him different. Yeah, day. but yeah, I like that in Utah. That's true. It's what it's all about, you know. This is sharing, you know. Really, it is. It's what. But I mean, helping. I mean, how hard is it to help? Like you do a lot of charity work behind the scenes. People don't know it, but Todd does so much charity work. It's amazing. Uh, I'm gonna, I, you know, I'm gonna try and make you a saint. You need three miracles. <laughs> you need three miracles after you die. Oh. You have to die first, then then the miracles. I'll probably die before you, so this will be trouble. We'll <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to someone else. <laughs> You're we'll in much to, I'll better. tell someone else about you so they can get your miracles. <laughs> You're in much better health than I am. Do you remember <laughs> Do you remember the character from years ago, Father Guido Sarducci? You no. Know? Okay. Anyone out there, if you're younger, I want you to go in later on. First listen to the show, then after that. <laughs> go on YouTube later. Look up Father Guido Sarducci, Okay. On YouTube, go to YouTube. Say, look up some videos on him from, from SNL. Most of them are SNL stuff. The old SNL, first one, first generation of Saturday Night Live. Anyway, he's a guy who the priest. He's actually a comedian, obviously, but he dresses up as a priest and he comes on. He's like an Italian priest, and I'm telling you, it's the funniest stuff you will hear in the world. I mean, I mean, it's a little snippet. It's only two minutes. He do a little thing, but there was one time there was a saint. That they, I can't remember who it was. There was there was this big news story about this saint. They were trying to make a saint, you know, and there was controversy over making him a saint. And, and, and Father Credo defends them because he goes, you know, I really think this saint should be a saint, you know, because that they like uh, say for instance, say like uh, uh, Saint Christopher. He says, you know what? Now he had three miracles, and I know for a fact. I heard two of them were card tricks. So I don't know why. <laughs> he had the three miracles. Two of them were card tricks. But anyway, I, I'm, I'm, that might be not exact bit, but that's a joke. Two of them were card tricks. We look it up. Might be the yeah. same camera. But anyway, it, do you remember who did it? Just made me laugh. Dom 
Novello, I think. Is it Don or Dom Novello? Okay. His name of the comedian. But, uh, and he's got some small movie roles. But, but he was mainly known as Father Guido Sarducci, which is, I'm telling you, man, it's, you'll love it. Anyone out there, yeah. look it up. Hey, special hello to my friends in Amsterdam again. Yeah. I want to be able to. I want to do a show in Amsterdam one day, so while you're listening in Amsterdam, I need you, I need you to call that number just to say hello. 72440-KREN. 72440-KREN. you got to reach out and just let me know cause in Amsterdam because I want to get this connection going because my dream is to do a podcast for Todd and I to do a podcast in Amsterdam. So yeah. i got to get some friends over there. we got to connect so so we can become friends. And then... We can get a nice sponsor, like a brothel or something, <laughs> brought to you by, right? Yeah. Jim Cren, no restrictions, brought to you by the Amsterdam No Rash Brothel. <laughs> by the way, that's the name of the brothel I would open if I was in Amsterdam. I'd call mine No Rash, no. No rash Brothel, because then you'd know you could have my brothel. Guess what? You're not leaving with a rash. That's, that's pr- pretty good, right? Yeah. I think it gives me the edge over the other brothels. <laughs> Don't you think? It's the, all marketing. The no rash guarantee. <clears throat> it's all marketing in a brothel <laughs> business over there. <clears throat> I would have, yeah, I would have the girl in a, in a window on a swing. Because did you know that? Did you ever see a documentary Amsterdam? No. They got this. Okay, you got the street. This whatever. It's like their Walnut Street. Whatever. Bunch of shops. And what they do is, I don't know the name of the street, the red light district. I don't know. Yeah, if you're in Amsterdam, yes. you could tell me all this. See, that's why i got to converse with you now. You have to call this number. So anyway, there's a street, and they have everything, like hash bars, and they have these brothels. And in, in, in the windows, the, the, the young ladies are sitting in a swing, huh. in a swing back and forth, in a, in a window. I don't know where the swing idea came out. Yeah. Somebody came out with that and said, you know what we need? Uh, a swing. Put the woman on a swing. People love women on a swing. And you know what? I got to tell you something. I kind of like it. You kind of like it. I kind of like a woman on a swing. There's something about a swing. So anyway, it gets my attention. If I'm walking down the street and I see a woman on a swing in a window, I'm looking. For hours, I'll stare at her. But anyway, <laughs> that's what they do. They, then you pick out the girl, I guess, and I don't know what the going rate is now in Amsterdam. I'm not sure. But uh, we'll find out. When I open my no rash brothel, no rash swing. brothel. You gotta have like an advantage card. I have no rash card, credit card. <laughs> well, NR on the card, no rash. Yeah. So, so this story, I got a weird story. It's kind of funny. It's made me laugh. Did you, I don't know if you saw this story. Not this week. There's a woman in in, uh, in somewhere in England, a British lady, uh, Sophie Sophie Tanner's her name. It was in the article anyway. Photo, attractive woman, looked about her, I don't know, maybe late 30s, early 40s. And uh, this, this nice, like, looks like a nice girl, nice woman. Anyway, uh, headline was, woman who married herself in 2015 cheated on herself. Mm. That was what happened. She cheated on herself, Todd. I couldn't believe it. How <laughs> does it, if you can't, I mean, really, how does that happen? She And I read, and she cheated on herself. She, She's called, that's a solomigist. That's what it is. Somebody wow. who marries themselves. There's a name for it. You're a solomigist. And she had a tearful interview in, on the TV show there, too, the article said where she told the world the news that shocked us all, that she cheated on herself. And uh, it's, isn't that wild? And then she, she went with a, another a guy, I guess, a guy that was a polygamist. Uh-huh. How about that? Wow. A solomigist going with a polygamist. Yeah. And she just she's back to being by she, – she, I guess through therapy, worked it out with herself. Okay. She's back to being happily married to herself again, from what I know. And so everything's good. So it ended good. And i got to tell you, it's really tough because how does she trust herself again? You know, that's a hurdle she has to take. But she's working through it. And she I, – I, I, could it be – I mean, I'm thinking married to – it's so weird. It's so weird. How, how do you break up if you if, – what do you have divorce? Do you, well, do you, do you sit there and say, you know, does the right have to pay more than the left if she's right-handed because the right's doing the heavy lifting? Right? Yeah, I you mean, understand if, what I'm saying? If, um, jeez, 
If you, if you can't, it's not a good sell if you can't get along with yourself. Well, she's married. Well, they're going to argue. It's part of any relationship. <laughs> I guess. You know. I, I mean, how does that conversation go? Do you think? Well, I'll tell you what. I thought. It, I thought if I was married to myself, I would be considered sexually active. <laughs> very sexually. Really, I'd be very yeah, active. You and me as well. I wonder. You know, couples therapy. What would they do? Like when she's sitting there, does a doctor look at her and say, "All right." You know, you guys are married a couple of years now, a few years, and it's just her sitting there because it's by herself. And the Indian doctors say, give your partner a rubber glove and some Vaseline. Surprise her. <laughs> Whoa, hello, left hand. <laughs> Who are you? Do that. Make it a little exciting. You know? Yeah. Use the stranger hand, the left hand. <laughs> she's like, starts crying. Go, okay, I'll do that. I'll try Sit it. Sit on the hand, make it numb. Well, and then do well, that. Well, Todd, now you're really getting. Now you're really. Now you're now you're showing yourself. Now, All right, now I see. I'm getting in now deep. Get, <laughs> Actually, that's a good one. I'm gonna write that down. I'll try that one, Todd. Yeah. Sit on your hand, make it fall asleep. Yeah, make it fall asleep till it's numb. Oh, Todd, this is good stuff. Brilliant, <laughs> genius. God, you could be a couples counselor for people, mar- for people married themselves. I've kind of been an—I kind of was an expert yes. on that subject for a while. <laughs> I mean, I, it's just weird, man. This is, did she? How did she marry her? I, that's, a, that's a joke, right? I mean, it can't be—it can't be a solemnist. There's no maybe. I guess it's not a joke. I, I guess you got to respect her. But she's so strange. That doesn't make I've sense, never, right? I've never heard of this. I've never heard of it till today, but it, it, it's true. She did marry herself. Yeah. A kick-ass wedding, I, I bet. It'd be so fun to be at that wedding, huh? It'd be wild. How uh, yeah. much she, she'd have to? I guess you know when to pick her up to leave to go to the honeymoon or nothing like that. I guess like, she just ran out by herself. Do you think she had like half, like a half no. wedding gown, oh, and half, half pox thing? Tux. No. Like those? Nah, those she really the Steeler jerseys that have the white and the black sewn together. I would do that, but uh, now nah, she seemed like more conservative. More conservative? Yeah. Nice pants suit, maybe? She seemed like very serious. I would. <laughs> I think she had a nice, beautiful, beautiful afternoon wedding. Okay. You know, a little formal, but yet fun. That's what I think she had. And I think she had probably a small wedding, maybe 50, 60 people, just close friends. Although if you're a solomigist, solomigist you don't probably have a lot of friends, maybe, huh? Mm. Because you, you choose to be by yourself a lot. Yeah. I don't know. But, she, well, good news is it ended good. She They're cheated on herself. They're She's back, back together. together. She's back together. It's all good. It was one of those. She did cry talking about it because that kind of that wound does not heal quickly. So she's going to get to it. Uh, in, the, in the case that it didn't work out, what would they do in the case of alimony? Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what you said. The right hand gets more. Oh, the right hand gets more? Left, well, if you're right-handed. <laughs> left hand. If you left, I think the right hand gets... Whoever... No, no. I'll take that back. I'm sorry, Todd. I got it backwards. The left hand gets more if you're right-handed because your right hand is doing most of the work. You know, okay. you know what I mean? It's doing, doing well, the heavy. you got to help the left hand out. The left yeah, hand isn't yeah. going to do as much. No, she's left-handed opposite. Yeah. That's what I think. But it's right? funny... You know, transitioning from alimony, I yeah. found a guy this week who mm-hmm. got his ex-wife back okay. the best way possible through alimony. How? <laughs> How's that? He, he got remarried, okay. and he's he's paying alimony okay. every month, and he got pictures of him and his new wife on the checks that he sends his wife for oh. alimony. Wait, wait, wait. This is genius. Like That's nude genius. or something? Like nude or something? No, like have sex on the checks? Done, or, done, oh, like whoa, whoa. Tell me I'm sorry. You, she has a fo- he has photo. Photos of him, of, and, of his him and his wife on the on check. The, the new wife's check. on the check. Yes. Oh, my God. You know, I'll bet he's genius. not the only one who does I'll I bet there's <laughs> other people who have done that. Because that's so easy to do. It's so genius. Oh, my God. I wish I that's would, right. I never I never had to pay alimony, but yeah. I I would uh, I would definitely have done that. Would you have done that? Yeah. When you split up, you really? Yeah. Well, you know what though? I don't know if I. Well, yeah, it's kind of cool. But, but I bet somebody out there's done that. You got to call us again on that number. See, yeah. That's what I got to hear from What's you. What's the craziest thing you did to get back There'd in be, an X? There'd be someone who did that photo because that's that's very good. It's kind of it's, <laughs> it's easily done. Well, you know what? They, wouldn't a lot of them, if they're married, they'd have their names on it, right? Both names, anyway. Well, yeah, on the, the, check, the, the new the, photo the new husband and wife. Yeah, do the photo on. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, 
I guess it would depend on how they broke up. You know what I mean? Like if if she cheated on him or yeah, or what if he was a scumbag? I don't know. It's yeah, it depends. We'd see the whole photo or photos. We'd get the whole picture. Yeah, pun intended. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah, you know it. It can get ugly. It can get ugly. In in, I had a buddy. My one buddy, he was paying alimony. He paid it for like twelve years. I didn't realize wow. he had to pay. You don't have to pay that long, right? Why did he have to pay? I never understood why. I guess maybe oh, volunteered no. to pay it or something. He kept saying, "Oh, I got to pay alimony." I'm like, Jesus, you've been paying for yeah. ninety years. How long are you got to pay? I don't know. I know. Luckily, I didn't have to. Yeah. So I just you know did that, the child support. So uh, yeah, I got lucky in that. Well, child support's important. Yeah, child support. So I got I lucky with the alimony side of it. Right, right. It, it's yeah, it's one of those interesting things, man. I you know, I I, I guess I, I don't ever believe in like the prenup thing. I guess people would have to do that with a lot of money. I mean, I had money. I made some money, a couple of dollars, but but I just never believe in the prenups. I don't know why. I guess yeah, I'm an all-in guy. I don't know. I just don't care. I don't care about the money. I should care about the money, huh? Yeah, probably should. Protect you yourself. <laughs> you, well, I guess if if there's family money, like you know, you're like a billionaire or something, there's family yeah. money or millions or something, maybe because somebody could maybe take advantage of you, yeah, kind of thing. Because if you get married, okay, and you're like a millionaire, and, and I say this is my uh, fiance Sai Wu from uh, the Philippines okay. who can't speak English, hmm. you guys are probably people would probably say. You should maybe get a prenup, maybe. Yeah. Until Saiwu at least speaks English. Because you, that could be. Yeah. Because I, I saw a documentary in the Mail Order Bride thing. Did you ever huh. see this? There's a doc. There's a couple documentaries in Mail Order Bride. That fascinates me. There's a Mail Order Bride thing. You could... These guys, they have these companies, Todd. And these companies, you can, you can get... You fly over to, like, Russia or you fly over to Japan. Mm-hmm. And a company... You'll pay them hmm. like twenty grand. It's pretty expensive, fifteen, twenty yeah. grand, whatever. I guess it, I guess it counts for your lodging and plane. Or but anyway, nah, I'm not sure if it does. You, you have to pay. You get these women, like they'll show up, and you, you, you'll go to a party, and there'll be like like twenty women there. So you so you fly to Tokyo, and then there are twenty, and you pick one, hmm. to marry. You don't isn't that weird? It's like a TV I mean, you're show. A love, love it, or what is it? They get married right on the on the spot. They don't even know each other. Well, yeah, it's like there's some crazy um, date, new dating games now. With they the contestants have uh, have relations before they even meet, and then they they start a relationship. It's so, it's a new uh, a new reality dating show. So they have what now? They they have sex before. Wow! Before they actually meet. That so that's what they do first. Wait, wait, wait. So they that's a game show. Yeah, it's called Making Love. It's My a new God. TV show where singles meet to have sex first, then decide huh. if they're meant to be. That wow! Write that down for my theme for my no rash brothel. Put that in. <laughs> that's pretty wild. It, it apparently it's a game show. A, yeah, what they, it was. What um, Price is right. It was pitched to. I guess uh, Drew Carey hosting this. That's not a game. Is that a game show? Good. <laughs> it, it's. It was pitched to a company, but it's an annual event in France. Yeah. Wow, it should be. And it's it's um it's a groundbreaking experiment into mm-hmm. how humans fall in love. Huh. So. I'd like that. That'd be fun. It'd be an interesting game. Well, if you're a single guy, wouldn't it be great? Yeah. It's like yeah, sign me up. Who knows? Now, but you. No, let me ask you this. So. so you don't know the detail of the show, I guess, but so they have sex with this girl. Do they know they choose like the girl and the guy choose? They say, I think she's attractive, and the girl, girl thinks he's attractive, like thing, and they have sex first, and then they start dating. I, I would, kinda what I would thinking? assume it would be like like that. Yeah, or are you blindfolded or something. It does. It didn't go into detail, deal. but this is something sure. that. It's pretty common in France. They they do this as shallow, like a study. That's a big deal. Yeah, I mean <laughs> attraction. You got to yeah, be attracted. Gotta be something for yeah. the physical side of the relationship. It's, it's yeah. It's a it's a big part. It's a big deal. It's a bigger part than people let on. I know everybody has to be politically correct, uh, man, a but nice it's a person. big deal. Yeah, you got to be attracted. A nice person, but you do. But you got to you got to have someone who gets you going a little bit. Yeah. 
got to get yeah, start excited. the car. You do start the start the car. Start said. <laughs> Which name of the show will develop like this? So <laughs> that that I could, so that's in France. That show. I was gonna say okay, that will never that'll never follow that'll never follow uh, Prices Right or anything in the afternoon. Yeah. Don't worry about it. We'll see it. We'll go online to watch that show. But but yeah, I mean that whole thing. But you know what though, I it's almost like a arranged marriage thing. Which by the way, I got a buddy of mine. He's happily married. He's, he's from India, and he has an arranged marriage, and, and, and he's happily married. Now, I remember when he was going to be married, when it was all starting, and we had a party for him, and they had a photo of the girl, and the girl was stunning. I mean, stunning. Beautiful. And he didn't, you know, I guess he just meets her once at dinner or something, and they decide. That's your decision. I guess you tell your the parents, the other parents, tell them whatever, and they boom, they're they're happily married. They've been married like three years, real happy, oh, yeah. real happy together. Hmm. So who knows, right? Maybe it ranged. Who knows what works for people? Yeah. I mean, she was stunning, you know. So I mean, not that looks mean everything, right? But they mean something. It's got to be attractive to you. It's got to be attractive to you, exactly. It's got to be that. So yeah, so he was attracted to her. She was attracted to him. So that kept that. That's the. But that goes away. That goes away after about a year. Or so. you think? Well, not all the way, but I mean, you know, at some point, at some point, you know, it's like, hey, you gotta, you gotta kind of like each other. Yeah, you know oh, what I mean. Yeah. Like I, I mean, said, it's it's not going to be the same as when you first meet. Thing, but it's definitely a big part. It's a big part, and it always develops in school. But I think at some point, you gotta like each other too. Yeah. At some point, right? You got yeah. some connection. Yeah. I of agree. liking and being friends at some point, I think, right? Yeah. Which is interesting. Because a lot of times, I know there's guys out there probably get the friendship talk yeah. from girls that they, they really are good. They do get along with, but then again, but then again, there you go. See, with girls, it's the friendship talk. With guys, we're assholes. <laughs> 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 but but no, cause it's true. The girls are. But it's true the way na- human nature is. I, I remember watching this uh, documentary on you know some men and women dating, and, and this is a great line, and it's true uh, in the dating world for. For men, it's a chore, and for women, it's a choice. And it's kind of like that. They're choosing, ladies, and it's not easy on you either, ladies. It's hard. It's tough. Yeah. Because to cho- you know, think about it. they got a lot of people coming at them. Girls walk in a bar, we're all swarming, and guys, we're all trying to get to the girls. Right? Yeah. Guys trying to get to the girls, or it, we're like, that's the chore. Like, we're trying. We're, we're courting. That's kind of what the documentary was saying. And it made sense. So there's pressure on them and pressure on the guys. Yeah. Because they're trying. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I I think with online dating though it's changed all that. Well, here I think here's here's here. Let me make this point. Here here's what doesn't never change, never will change. Okay, when you're in a bar and you see a girl, you see a woman, young lady, and she's 20 feet away, and you're with your buddies, the the young lady never sees who you who you are going to be. Because you're with your buddies. You're confident. It's all about confidence. And you know, we are all, every one of us, we are Russell Crowe in The Gladiator. We become Maximus 20 feet away. And then we're walking <laughs> up to the girl. We turn into Owen Wilson. And she sees the insecure Owen in us. And, but she never sees Maximus. She never sees that, you know, we're with our buddies. And we, you know, see the girl. And you hear the Gladiator music. You know, you're like, And you know you're you're there staring, and your buddies are watching you, and you just get that Maximus look as you're staring at the girl, and you're like, "My name is Maximus, General of the First Army, Defender of Marcus, the only one and true King. I will follow my sword. I will spill blood for that young lady. I must go talk to her. I must speak to my lady." And your buddy's like, "Oh my God!" And you walk, and as, you're, and as soon as you get like five feet away, and you start walking toward the girl, and that just Maximus goes away. You're no longer Gladiator. You're no longer Russell Crowe. I must put my sword down. You know, now you're like, well, I don't know what happened. I was just Maximus just a minute ago. Here I am. I'm 10 feet away. She's going to reject me. Why am I doing this? Look, I don't know what I'm going to say to her. Should we ask her to buy her a drink? What if she says I'm an alcoholic and I don't drink? Then what do I do? She's drinking a drink now. Why don't I ask her? Why would she talk to me? I'm going to just turn around. I'm going to turn around now. I'm just, I just, I think I wet myself. I know what happened. Do you know? Now what do I do? It's true. <laughs> Isn't it? We get nervous. Oh, and yeah. girls said, so ladies, you have to put up with our nervousness to accept us. <laughs> it's true. 
We wish we could be Maximus. We we admire the guys who are Maximus, who stay. You can't. You know, some guys can yeah, do it. Some there guys are guys. Maximus. Yeah, Maximus, can I buy a drink? Yes, yeah. my lady. I will spit my blood for you. That that guy, yeah. I've never been that guy. No, never no, that no, me neither. Are you kidding? I think I think guys I like us guy. go with the the laughter part. We make them laugh, and that's how we win them over. Yes, I am going go to have to go that. That's strengths. the only way I could go. Yeah, you're going to have to laugh at me, at me too, not with me. At yeah. me. That's my strength. You're going to have to try to make you laugh. And, yeah. that's, yeah, that, and that's got to, that's tough. <laughs> See, I make myself the joke yeah. most of the time, get them laughing, and then I undersell everything. I, You know what? I and undersell I, everything, I, I, so then they think they're getting a lot more than they really are. Please do not. I, I mean, we should have a complaint uh, email for when we say something politically correct. But if I if I say this, please do not you know email me with, dear Jimmy, I used to think you were funny. Now I hate your guts because you said that thing that hurt my feelings so much. I can't believe. It. But what I'm saying is, before you email that nasty letter about how you hate me, is uh, they always have women always say, and they give the survey that they don't care about looks and they want the funny guy. Yeah, that's not true. Right. Women want looks because I got to tell you, I got a lot of funny friends who just would tell me that. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you'd have I'd have a lot of four hundred pound but I got a couple of buddies of four hundred pounds are funny as shit. And I'm tell you what, they don't they would fight that debate. They should have women everywhere, right? right. They and should. Some, some of them do pull it off. Well, yeah, some of them do I, pull I, it I, off. Every once, yes, every once we see some. That's a numbers game. I mean, your 300-pound friend, he hit way out of his league. 300 pounds, that's where you have to get to. If you're 400, <laughs> you get at least get the 300 I mean, to get in the game. 400 I mean, is a little too much, I guess, because 400, the girl's probably thinking, I'm going to have to give him medicine and food all the time Yeah. for the rest of his life. 300, yeah. it's good. You're like, hey, 300. 300. Yeah, Tony Soprano look. <laughs> yeah, you but know? I mean, I hit way out of I'm my league. I'm just saying 400, so. that's all. So yeah, I don't want to be material. 400 too much. Yeah, 400 is too much. There. Now, you're going to write the letter, you go... Jimmy, I was going to hate you, but I think you may be correct on the 400 pounds. <laughs> I don't hate you as much. But I still hate your guts. Maybe, yeah, 300 is better. That's all I'm trying to say. I'm just saying there's a certain weight of 400 pounds or something that you're not going to... you got to be a little attractive. like my 600-pound life where you, yes. where you need like a crane yes, to get out of the house. Yes, which I kind of get jealous of that, that guy in that one. There's, the one. there's a million of those shows. There's one of those shows. I can't remember. Not that one. There's another one like that. The guy was like 750 pounds. Yeah. And I'm watching it, and, and I guess they put this documentary on. I'm supposed to feel bad for this guy, but halfway through it, I want to be him. He has people bringing him food. He doesn't get out of bed, and he watches TV all day. Jesus Christ, I'm working my whole life to get to that. <laughs> I want to be that. That's my goal. I want to lay there, have people bring cheeseburgers to me while I watch TV, and I'm thinking, wait a second. They want me to cry. They're crying. His family's crying. Yeah. I'm thinking, that's what I want to be. I want to be him. If I could get there's a lot of downfalls to that. Going to the bathroom sh- and showering. They didn't show. Yeah, they showed some of that stuff. But you, hey, they're so just showing the a, good parts on TV. Look, you could hose me off. I don't give it. <laughs> that's what I, I mean. That's care. probably hose what they do. Off. They pressure wash. I'm just not going to be picky when I'm <laughs> 750 pounds. I am going to be able to. I'm going to. Well. I got to got to kind of roll out of bed. I'm going to roll out of bed onto the floor. You guys can hose me off, okay? I'm going to drain in the floor. Be like a pug dog. And then lift you up. We got to get something to get me back up in the bed once you dry me off. It's not going to be pretty to see me, so you're going to have to squint or wear a blindfold or sunglasses. You know, not the best looking guy, 750 pounds with no clothes on. But then again, not the worst. Then you put boom <laughs> right in the bed, change my sheet, get me back in there. Yeah. And get my TV. Well, as long as I have my remote, well, remote. Although it suck if the cable's out. Yeah. Then what do I do? What's he do? They didn't Netflix show that. On your phone. That would have got my attention. That would have tugged at my heartstring. They didn't do that in a documentary. Seriously. <laughs> if they had the cable go out of the dude, I would have sat there and just cried. I was yeah. like, oh, my God. How's he doing it? How's he living? Because as long as they had the TV and the cheeseburgers coming, I was like, guy's got it made. Got it made. He was, gonna, he was trying to lose weight. And he... he Lost a little bit. He was down eight. And when you get to 620, not bad. Started coming around. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, he actually had people in the documentary tell him, look good. You're looking good. You're looking good. good. He was 625. I'm like, 
positive reinforcement. Well, I'm like, that's really. I mean, he is looking better. Yeah. From seven. 50 or whatever to 625. Yeah. But I mean, looking good is a reach a little bit for 625. <laughs> Couldn't you hold off until he's like maybe down to the 350 mark to say looking good? You know? But I guess positive reinforcement, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're 625. You don't look a pound yeah, over 500. He like, he, but he gave a look like he was Clooney, you know? Like when <laughs> they said looking good, he goes, I know I'm looking good. What do you mean? Of course I'm looking good. Look at this moo I'm wearing. It stretches and it's beautiful. I have extra room. You know, I could. Couldn't you do that? Could you do that? Wouldn't it be great? Have, lay there in bed, have people bring cheeseburgers and watch TV all day. Wouldn't it be great? No, I don't. You know, be awesome. I don't think I would like that. Oh man, I would get bored really fast. I wouldn't. I'd be like, fine. I know, like when I had knee knee injuries and stuff like that, I would. Uh, I would go crazy after. It was fun for like the first couple of days sitting around doing nothing. Yeah, I guess you're right. And then by like the third, fourth day, I was starting to pull my hair out. I, mean, I guess out, you could get some get kind of contraption and... to carry around or wheel. You know, well, too big. For, he's almost too big for a chair. You have to get a special chair, I guess. I guess they'd have to get a van. You could bring it under blooms or something for a cigar. I don't know. I was thinking about, but it'd be how hard would it be to get? I get you'd have to really work to get 750 pounds, Todd. A person. I, wouldn't, a person? I wouldn't have to work that no, hard. I think, no, I think a person would have to really have give some effort, don't you think, to get the 750? That, that's a, Your calorie intake is probably pretty high. It's really high. You should have seen this guy could eat, man. <laughs> get like 12 eggs for breakfast and bacon and all that and the whole loaf of bread. Yeah, it's a real high. You know, yeah, but you'd, have to, yeah, you'd have to be eating a lot, constant, with no exercise. Yeah. 750, think about it. I think at 575, though, I'd pull back the reins. And decide to diet. Yeah. I, I guess he, you know what, though? I kind of get it. I kind of get it. He probably got to one certain weight, and he thought, at probably at 525 or 550, he probably thought, you know what? Screw it. I'm going for it. Yeah. I'm going for it. Let's see how big I can get. I, I think there's a woman like get. that. She wants to be the world's largest woman. See what I mean? Like, they have a goal. Yeah. It kicks in. You're like, right. you know what? I might as well go. I'm close. Might as well get it. Is she doing well? I, I don't know. I mean, is she going to make it? It is a reality show. I just, oh, it's I a just show? watch it. I've seen the commercials. Okay, so there's a show out now, you're saying, where the girl, want, the lady wants to be the largest woman? Yeah. That's her goal. And she's been criticized Oh yeah. heavily for it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, she forgets a lot of those emails. <laughs> I used to like you. Now I don't. The, 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 uh, yeah, she's getting criticized? Yeah. I mean, to each their own. That's what she wants to do. Well, don't you think? You're uh, not mad at her, are you? Yeah, I don't care. I don't care. I mean, if she was my significant other, I might. Well, I'd worry about health. Hey, breaks. I just pray people. Why are they? What are they criticizing? What are they like, saying? You know, you uh, like fat shaming her and telling See, her. See, that's you the know, problem. They there are people that that don't have a choice to be that way, and you're choosing to be that way. And well. Most of us have a choice in a way. <laughs> yeah. You know. There are people that um, <laughs> that don't. There, there are some. There, there are a few because of medicines and things. Then they got to take medicine. You know, I got friends who take medicines and stuff, and it's yeah. hard to lose weight with these medicines. Like, if you take prednisone every day and stuff out yeah. there, you know what I mean. People out there have to. But no, I'm saying if you don't have to take medicines, I'm saying. If you don't have to take medicines, okay. Yeah. I think there's a choice if some, some to some point, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, if the, if you don't have to take medicines, your regular, you know, regular day, going through regular day, there's a comedian. Look up this comedian out there. Uh, I worked with him when I was a kid. First started doing stand up. To me, he was one of the funniest people I'd ever seen. I was mesmerized the first time I saw a real like pro comedian do an hour and just kill every show. And I worked in Warren, Ohio, with him, a place called Tickles in Warren, Ohio. And we became somewhat friends at the beginning of my career, and I, I don't know where he's at at this moment, but he had done a lot of Tonight Shows at the time. His name's Kip Adada. Kip Adada just was a genius to me. He was just a brilliant, brilliant comedian. I'm sure there's something on YouTube also, but he has a line where he go, talks about people gaining weight, and he had this attitude. And he goes, like I said, he goes, he goes, this whole hair is bigger than this whole hair. So what you have to do is eat less food. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's very, very funny. Kip Adada. Huh. It's true. And, and he's like saying it's, it's kind of common sense. And if you go to trainers or anything, it's calories in, calories out. So it's got to be a little bit of a choice, right? I mean, if you, if you had no medicine, say no medical yeah. issues, 
So you think it's a choice? It is a choice. I mean, in a way. Like, like if you have no I'm medical battling issues, the choice. You have no medical issues. I'm fighting the choice battle right now. If I'm 650 pounds, and I'm, and I'm like going, it's hot, 650, I don't have a choice. No, Jim, you got a choice. Yeah. Well, no, I don't mean that. I mean, no, I don't see it. To me, though, you know, I think 300 and so, I mean, guys, I have a lot of buddies that they, I think, no, let's put it this way. If you're a weight where you can't do anything, right? that's what I'm saying. What do you do stuff? I got guys who are like twice my size that are better athletes than me. They can beat me in racquetball or hoops or, or hoops or or whatever. I'm not saying it, you know what I mean. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. You can live no, happy I'm, and do I'm your thing. I'm fighting the, the choice look. battle. I'm. Uh, and some of those guys I'm to have the a point good where look. I feel lousy look. all the time. And some ladies have a good look. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, there's some beautiful ladies. I, big, I look ladies. funny when I'm smaller because people are so used to seeing me this size. You know, you're not. You're not. That's why I don't see it. Any, any this thing is cool. I mean, I don't see anything. Could you do it that you're fine? You look great. I don't know. I, don't I know. feel lousy. <laughs> see, now you're opening up to me. Now you're going to cry. Oh, Jesus. Well, we're turning into... You know into, what's funny? We're the, turning into... The other uh, day... That I we're turning into Dr. Oz and Oprah here. Go ahead. Go ahead. Cry, I, Todd. Well, cry now. I have that knee issue. We'll be back right <laughs> after this. Todd is not happy. With weight, um, I have knee issues, and they get worse. Okay. So I've, I'm a little heavier than I should be right now. And I I was in the in a grocery store walking around okay. shopping yeah and I must have looked very pathetic because this wow. man stopped me wow okay and prayed for me now I'm cr- what <laughs> Jesus he, he what he prayed for me oh my God because of my knee if you have a for guy my knee to be better for you. yeah if you get stopped by a complete I mean, stranger I am very <laughs> very appreciative of that but but that's like wow I'd be like. <laughs> Actually, I need prayers for me, but it, <laughs> I would accept that prayer. But what did you say to him? It was. I, did he? What did I, he do? I, I thanked him. Wait, he, did he, he walk? Out? Did he, he put walk? his? He asked me my name. Yeah. And he put his hands on my shoulder and he said a nice little prayer. You know, like dear Jesus, dear Jesus my the, friend Todd. Please is, keep the hell away. His pain. His pain. Please. Really. Please take his pain away. What a nice man. I said, oh, thank you. That sir. was nice. Like, I, I did. I didn't know what to say. Please, Lord, take away <laughs> his pain and the Twinkies. Like I, I was automatically pocket. Amen. Please, Lord, please help this man <laughs> repent. Help him stay away from the evil of gravy, the evil devil of gravy. Please, and then cried. I, I was that? automatically thinking, like, I think there's more people out there that could use these prayers. Other than me. A few people starving in some country that could probably use. Toss him over here a little bit. <laughs> I always think that too. When I'm trying to pray. I'm praying for a stealer win or somebody somebody's yeah. starving yeah. somewhere in a country going, oh, please, I need water and food. And God's like, ah, I got to give Jim the stealer win. Sorry. Water and food next week. Yeah. I, There's some was, other prayers really out there awkward. that should be answered. It was really awkward. I know. No, I didn't know what to say. I was just, I was like, I'm just. We have everything. I was just going through this Rolodex of like stuff to not make me laugh in my head. Well, like, you like, can't when someone's like praying for you. That's rude. Because <laughs> like, cause, like when I when I get uncomfortable, prayer. I laugh or make a jo- uh, you know a weird joke sure, or something. Sure, that would do it. <laughs> that's a different thing. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. You're the first person I know. I didn't know. You got to stop. I've never, I never, I'd never know anyone. I, I never had someone stop and pray. Hey. A stranger. I never. I don't remember ever a stranger. You look so bad. I get. I'd like to pray, pray for, for you, <laughs> Jimmy. You look so pathetic. I want to pray for you. What were you doing again? Were you just limping? Was, you were limping. Yeah, I, my knee was okay. bothering me that day, and I was limping, and I was. That's nice. He thought you were in pain. I was all. walking in the store, and he wow. says, I, "I, I just seen that you're pained over there, and I'd like to uh, say a prayer." Oh my God. Oh, yeah. And he was an atheist. That's even crazier. That's <laughs> how so much you motivated him. What? What did? Did, did you? It was your, your, but your knee would be bad if you were 125 pounds. I mean, wouldn't it? It's just you see yeah, your knees hurt. At this point, yeah, I blew it out like 17 years ago. But you know, I, I'm always on you to lose a little weight just yeah. for health reasons, just for your heart. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, you don't want to get the open heart. No, I don't want that. Open heart is tough. Yeah, I've had some uh, My, some friends around me. They're all it? starting to have different heart stuff, different situations. I'm hoping, man. I'm like, so. dodge that. the open heart thing. And anyone out there knows uh, it's so tough at open heart surgery because you have to go through, you cut your whole chest. You have to yeah. heal to go through depression. Oh, My best friend Eric, it, it, he listens to the show, and he's in Atlanta. He had seven open heart surgery. What a warrior! Oh, Is that one of the toughest people? He is a yeah. warrior, and he attacks life like nothing. He's the greatest. You got to. He's amazing. But that's how do you. 
you know, you have to deal with that. It's it's pretty, now they have the stints though. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You did put Papa Stinton. I wonder what's next. We need next. There'll be a pill. Could you imagine like a hundred years ago, people knowing about hey, you're, they're going to just do stints, man. There's yeah. gonna boom. You'll be out in a day. <laughs> really? Yes, a day. You're back <laughs> out there. It's crazy. You know, your heart's fine. You now. The thing is, though, this is a running joke, but you really got to get a doctor who has a degree. Yeah. And can speak English. Dot has a Russian doctor with yeah. no degree that doesn't speak English. I don't know if that's actually a doctor. <laughs> She's a, her diagnosis is... She a real doctor? Is, you're too fat. You're yeah, she comes in and says, you're too fat and doesn't take blood. <laughs> that's not good. you got to get the, you got to get a doctor that actually takes blood and yeah. is not a doctor in sociology off the internet. That's like a real <laughs> medical doctor. That would be a good start. Then... We can see the cholesterol number is. You're yeah. not taking Lipitor? I'm not taking anything. I take Everybody takes Lipitor. Yeah. It's like a thing. I uh, occasionally take Prilosec for um, okay. what, acid reflux. That's it. Yeah. It's probably good. You know what's weird is, and everyone does jokes on this, but it's true, is, and the one thing I noticed is every ad on TV with medicines have the 900 side effects, okay? Yeah. And it says if you take, you know... Zekacol, or there's also some weird name like you know yeah. Zekacol will change your life. And then for some reason you could play tennis. They all play tennis. Yeah. I don't even play tennis, but I want to take one of these medicines just to become a good tennis player. They look really good playing. They all play tennis, men and women. After while taking yeah. while taking Zekacol, you will be able to play tennis. <laughs> but then they have 90 uh, things that can go wrong. Like you know if you take Zekacol, this can happen. Right. And they have all the things, and I. The one thing in every one of them, look for this. I found that after watching a million of these commercials, loose stool is common in every single one of them. Right. And my favorite now is, I guess it's for lawsuit purposes, watch these commercials now. They end it with, I can't remember the the one I actually didn't see, but a lot of them now are saying, like, you know, if you... if you if you're allergic to Zekacol, do not take Zekacol, or whatever the drug is. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. But how do you know if you're allergic to it until you take it? That's yeah. the weird thing. That's the catch twenty two. That's the, that's the tough thing. Yeah. You no, gotta take it to know. And like, if you're allergic, you're don't take it. You might as <laughs> well just say if you're a moron, don't even take this stuff. You're a moron. Go with your bloody stool and get away. <laughs> but yeah, they're like with the side effects. They're like loose stool. Oh, you have loose stool. You'll be, de- you'll be the ser- severely depressed and possibly have I think I'd go ED. for I'm going for depression to so have it's like, loose stool, my friend. Yeah. So my, my acid reflux goes away. I'll have loose stool, and ED, whatever. and I'll be severely depressed. i got to tell you, man. That's, you fixed I, one I think problem, that, grade I think three. That, I think of that stuff, too. I'm thinking, you know what? I'd rather I'm just going to have to go with whatever I got than have loose stool. <laughs> I would tell the doctor. But it's a side effect, which means it isn't guaranteed going to happen. So you got to try it, right? I guess that's what they're saying. They might as well just say, take a shot at this. Yeah. That's what they're saying to you. Take I, a shot at this. You may get 50 did things you ever here that could happen. Did you have a side effect to anything? I did. Uh, Cipro, I'm allergic to, and I got okay. hives all over my body. So I know penicillin is a big one for people out there. I know that could be bad. Like, you could get really sick. Like, you know, welts all in your body and whatever. Uh, or any medicine. I had a reaction to... Uh, I tried Rogaine. Oh, you did one time. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. You have hair. Uh, it's really if I let it, it like go the, the, longer than beard length, it's yeah. very patchy. Okay. So I just oh, okay. keep it short enough, you know. Yeah, it looks fine. It looks look. great. Do you do you? I always wondered with Rogaine. Um, I've been lucky on the hair side, you know, on the hair thing. Got a good yeah. hair deal. Um, very thin and low as I'm getting older, but still. Yeah. But but I was wondering Rogaine. What it, what do you what is this? Is it a pill or is it a is it a mess? There's like a, a drug in there called min, minoxidil you, or something. Do you take the pill or do you have to rub it on no, your head? It's like a foam. I was using the it's foam. It's a foam. Yeah, I mean, there's I'm sure there's there's pills forms too, of it. right? Oh, okay, you, yeah. you put a foam in your head, right? Yeah. Okay. I thought, yeah. And um, every day. At, at one point, I was really self conscious. Now I just shave it really short. Mm. And uh, do you have to just make sure it's on like certain parts. You know, like yeah. all of a sudden, I'd be missing. I'm not really. I organized. I'd, have my, I'd be growing hair on my forehead or something. I'd be like, well, God, Jimmy's a werewolf. But yeah, so. I gained 60 pounds. What? Yeah. And had loose stool? That was right. No, no, no. Okay. That was right when I lost 100. And then I went yeah. to go see the Russian doctor. And she ah. goes, I don't know what you're doing. Wait. 
Okay, so that was it. The rogue was a Rogaine. Yeah, we we but narrowed hey, it down to Rogaine. See, so, so you you get your hair back, but you gain weight. I, I don't even think I got Not my hair everybody. back. It just wow, double whammy. Gained weight. Damn, <laughs> I might have lost more hair. Really? No, yeah. it's no. <laughs> what do you do? Do you just, well? There's a million of these products out there now. Yeah, I, I've just given up. You know what? I don't don't. I'm not crazy. If I if I if I go look, I think God has whether you believe in God or I'm so, you know, I don't want to, please I don't want to let it. Yeah. Damn, Jimmy, I used to think you're funny, <laughs> but I don't believe in God. <laughs> Stop your goddamn talk. But anyway, <laughs> I think God gave us a card that like people that look good with no hair look good with no hair. You know what I mean? Like in other words, they kind of can pull it off. Anyone who's balding or bald, I always look, it looks fine. It looks cool. Me, I wouldn't look good. I would not look good with no hair. I don't know. I don't know if I would look. might look, look all right. It would not be a good look at all. I would look like a slightly thinner curly from the Three Stooges. So that's how I feel like look. I look with the with a completely bald head. Curly? And, yeah. Well, I will say this. He's my favorite Stooge. If it means anything <laughs> to you. But two, my, both my brothers and are. And he's funny. Thus, gets a lot of women. I right. bet Curly got most women he got, at all. Yeah, he all was, three Stooges. He was the smoke. Mo, Larry, Curly. I bet he got the most women. Yeah. I'll bet you any money. Curly was now, the Now, I'm just going to throw Shemp in there. It's probably <laughs> getting probably the most women. Okay. No doubt, Shemp was the man. But Curly would be the guy yeah. that they were envious of and jealous of. Do you think? Like I, couldn't I, pic- I, think. I can't picture Curly with hair. How about that? Right. Yeah. I he wouldn't look either. good with hair. No. There's some, some guys that don't look right with they hair. They don't look right with hair. Both uh, my brothers completely bald. Like So that's why I, I still hang on to the little bit that I have because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be sitting around and everybody think, you know, me and my brothers are skinheads. You, you know what? If, if it comes know? if it comes down to, like, hair or, or size for men and women, you know, we're talking about this stuff. Yeah. And it really, I know it's, it's not even cliche-ish if you think about it. It's who you are. You're right. It's the person that makes you. It, it's so true. I'm not trying to be Tony Robbins here, but I'm just saying it really is, man, because I'll tell you right now, I watch like an attitude. I watch Jason Statham movies. I watch two hours, you know, of yeah. Jason Statham, and I want to shave my head. I want to <laughs> be him. I want to be... Seriously, that's how cool he is. He's got the attitude. I want to yeah. shave my head and walk around with, you know, you know, what's that? You want me to take my shirt off and do some martial arts? I'll do it if I have to. Do you understand me? Do you hear me? Do you understand? That's right. I don't have any hair. I didn't want hair, all right? The only thing I have on my head is eyebrows, and I'll use them. Right? Yeah. He's got that way. And I think so. Same thing, men and women. If you got that attitude, man, yeah. it does come from you. It's true. Yeah. I just learned something today. Look at Stone Cold Steve Austin. Show. He was... The Hollywood yeah. blondes, and he was a, a jobber, never would win. And it's he was just something a about bomb. He shaves his head and becomes one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. It, yeah, it's just something about the attitude of the person, men or women. I don't care. They make themselves attractive just by being who they are somehow. Or just, it's confidence. That's what it is. Yeah. If you got confidence, I got low self-esteem and no confidence. And and that's there are, I have are my women hair. that are very attractive <laughs> to bald men. They're oh, very attractive to them. Come on, just said Jason Statham. Any, any yeah. women out there is like, yeah, Jason Statham, man, he's cool. Right? <laughs> yeah. They ever love Jason Statham. Right. No, I don't know if it, well, I was going to say, would they like a 300-pound Jason Statham, but then 400 pounds? But then again, he probably would be cool, too. Yeah. He'd just be a 400-pound Jason Statham. Yeah. He called us, I'm going to kick it right now. It's going to take a little longer, but I'll do it. Yeah, he wouldn't be He's more easy. attractive than the 400-pound guy with hair. Exactly. <laughs> there are guys with long hair, and, and he walks in the room. He gets the women. Look at Butterbean. I bet he gets Look a lot Look at Butterbean. Oh, kid me? Constant. Constant. <laughs> There's a woman out there who wouldn't go for Butterbean. Maybe a few. <laughs> I, <laughs> he's confident. Butterbean's confident. Yeah. You know? I haven't heard of him in a while from him. I don't know. What's going he's on with him? Enjoying retirement, I think. So you've been saying, what do you think of my beard? I'm it going with the beard good. out there, everybody. Yeah, it looks good. It's going with the beard. Rocking the beard. I think it gives me a little bit of a professor look. I like it. Kind of go through the intellect, I've noticed Jim it. I, I just, uh, anyone do you think I was checking you out? No, nah, it's all right. <laughs> going with the beard. And that's a close beard. I'm not going with the long yeah. beard. I'm going with the, sh- the short, you know, to the face beard. So I do the beard to hide my chins. Yeah. You know, ah. It hides my chins. And yeah. Good. You, oh, you know what's funny? 
Todd sends me this photo this week talking about looks, how you can change your look completely. And it's a genius idea. Uh, Guy Fieri from uh, <laughs> Driver's uh, Dying. What is it? Driving, Driver's Dying, yeah. Dining and Dying. Whatever the hell the whatever show is. He meant Driver, to win it. He was Driver's Diners. Not, whatever. Anyway, that show. Yeah. Um, he has a look, as everyone knows, with, with the white hair sticking up and, and the goatee thing, the whole blonde, white hair. And he's always with like, like a kind of cool bowling, sh- bowling shirt. Yeah. That goes to show you. See that attitude? See, I never I – w- it's a cool look kind of. You know what I mean? It kind of works, right? Yeah. And then, and then Todd shows me a picture of what he looks like when he's not recording. And he has black hair, just a mustache. He looks like every single guy in Dateline NBC's to catch a predator. <laughs> He looks like every single one where the host would say, why don't you have a seat over here? Have a cookie and some lemonade. What would you do? I have an email here. You know, that guy. Doesn't he? Yeah. He's look, got a look to him. Why wouldn't he? Why did he change? Well, I know why he changes the look so he doesn't get recognized. Like, he could walk around. No one would know him. Yeah. It's kind of genius in a way, right? <laughs> but the look's kind of weird. Like he, he looks like he looks like somebody, some, and I just can't. Yeah, like a guy on ID like Discovery a, that killed someone, like a and, cartoon character or something. I guess. Yeah, it's a. Weird, it's not his look though. Like his style's no. more. He's got like a rock look. He doesn't. Looks yeah. Like, right. Yeah. I just agree. doesn't. I don't get the. I guess it's him. Hey, dude, he wants to. But I think he, if I were his friend, I'd tell him to shave the mustache. Maybe. Yeah. He's got a weird. He's got a good porn mustache going on, like yeah. a '70s porn look. You know. It's just yeah. not, this doesn't work for him, you know? <laughs> yeah, some people I, can't rock the 70s porn mustache, and some can. A, I did a toast for my uh, stepdad's 60th birthday. Oh, cool. Uh, two weeks ago, a week or so ago. Yeah. And uh, in my toast, I said, uh, to the man, our guest of honors, the man who's been runner-up for best mustache to Tom Selleck for the last 25 years. <laughs> and he does? Years. Is he rocking a Selleck yeah, mustache? Yeah, he has. He has hey. a little uh, 80s. Is it a nice one, though? Like mustache. a real bushy, like kind of real Selleck-y kind of? Uh, well, see, Selleck can bring the mustache. It's a little more gray now. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> but if, if you could bring the mustache like that, though. Yeah. Yeah, to each their own. But, I mean, if you can get that mustache rocking like the Selleck thing, yeah. that's good. Yeah. It's like when you have it like just maybe too, I don't know what it is, too, maybe too bushy and too thin or something. Like yeah. Like trimmed. Then maybe it's, it doesn't work. Yeah. Do you ever do the mustache? Just mustache? Just, uh, no. That would look weird. Wouldn't look good, right? Yeah. I wouldn't look good in a must, just mustache. Just mustache. No. No. I'd look no. like some weird 70s I would do the villain. goatee or the chin, the chin strap thing. No, i just go full beard. The coolest thing was in the, when I was in the 70s. You know, and as, and as a kid growing up, it was like the, uh, the, 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 the sideburn. Pork chop sideburns. Yes. What were they called? Mutton chop? What's it called? I, I was like always that? told it, pork chop. Pork chop. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's shaped like a pork chop. Pork chop, sideburns. And I remember uh, I was, I don't know when I was, 12, 10. I don't know. I was looking at, yeah, I was a kid in the 70s, but uh, Joe Namath. Yeah. And I th- yeah. I said, that's the coolest look ever. <laughs> you know? I said, one day when I can grow a beard, I'm going <laughs> to wear those all the time. I'm going to have that look. And uh, yeah. yeah, it doesn't look good on me. No? No. <laughs> you got to kind of look like Joe Namath to pull that one off. Yeah. Yeah, it, he was, yeah, the coolest. Joe Joe Namath, I'm telling you. Todd, you see, look, there's a documentary on him, man. It was on HBO. He was, he, you want to talk like one of the cool athletes, man. Like, it changed, like, from going from, at, like, Michael Jordan is more than an athlete. Becomes a yeah. brand. Yeah. He was, like, probably one of the first guys to do that, I think. Yeah. You'd be an athlete that became a real brand, like, kind of thing, you know. Like, Jordan has done his stuff. Now, Jordan yeah. rocks a mustache. He could bring a mustache still. Yeah, he does he the uh, he does the mustache. But he's got a cool it's look. He's, he, but he's just cool. He's just cool. He's like, you know, that's the way he is. Namus still looks pretty good. He's like late 70s or whatever. He's from Pittsburgh. You know that? Namath? From the area, Beaver Falls. Yeah, Namus, yeah. Beaver Falls, not man. Namus, Montana. Oh, yeah, Montana's pretty cool. Montana's cool. We, yeah, we, this is like the quarterback factory. Yeah. In Pittsburgh here. You know, with Marino, of course, lead, one of, leading away. But yeah, I met Namath a couple times. Nice guy. Real cool. Real down to earth. Real nice guy. Humble. I know. remember him on, I think it was like Monday Night Football or something. He kept saying, I want to kiss you. <laughs> oh, that move. <laughs> yeah. Susie Colbert. And he just, yeah, he had a couple drinks uh, in him. says, I want to kiss you. <laughs> yeah. You're cute. I want to kiss you. <laughs> we, hey. I wasn't <laughs> mad at him. Why did people get mad at him? 
We all have a drunk uncle who does that. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else has got a drunk has uncle who goes, oh, that can't you. That one. It's he has right. this amazing legacy and yeah. then does that. I know. The young people know him for that. He had a couple He's... pops in him and that was it. <laughs> yeah, that can't you. Which he should have known, being Joe Willie, you don't do that. You don't say, how oh, I kiss you, like that. He's had m- all these women in his life. He didn't yeah. know better. <laughs> Just treat her with respect. And she'll want to kiss you, Joe. Here's my Tony <laughs> Robbins and me helping. Trying to help again. Truly respect, Joe. He apologized to her. She didn't know what, she was like, in an interview, she's like, I didn't know what to do. She's thinking, this is crazy. Poor Susie Colbert. It's like, what is going on? Here's a Joe Namath on national TV. I, I I think he was dr- maybe had drinking a little bit at the time. He, he cleaned it up for one yeah. year. He's doing yeah. real well now, so he's much better. But yeah, he was he was the man in his day. I'll tell you, he was you know he was a good great quarterback, obviously Hall of Fame, but still he was the man. But uh, who's like him now? See, there's a, I guess Brady is kind of like well, oh, yeah. he doesn't have the image. Namath was that bachelor image, that, yeah. You know, <laughs> carefree, crazy man, yeah. Brady's is more, you know. He's like a family man. All American, perfect yeah. human being. The, you I, know? I that's why people to, hate him because uh, he just comes off as so perfect. You know, he's like, really? Brady's like the kind of guy, he might as well, you know, you sit there. He, if he looked at everyone and says, you know, the people going, yeah, I don't I don't really fart. And you go, <laughs> yeah, I knew that. Hey, yeah, of course. Josh Miller. Um, oh, I love Josh. I, I did some stuff with Josh yeah, on, his buddy uh, mine. Great on guy. the radio we'll have to have a him on couple the show. times. Yeah, let's get him on the show. He's very funny. He, he'll tell a lot of good stories about Brady because they were teammates at one time. Yeah, that's right. That's and right. He's he a New England punter. No, he said it was no joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Brady would smile, you'd hear that ting. Like, <laughs> see the star. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I think he comes off. I think he's probably a good person. I think, yeah. I think people like because he's. It seems like a decent person. You love him if he's your quarterback. You yes. hate him if you hate him as an opponent, but love him as yeah. a quarterback. Yeah. If you were a Steeler, we'd love him. Yeah. I like. I love Ben. Ben's our guy. Yeah. And uh, I tell you what, proud of James Conner. How about him? Yeah. He's he's holding it up. He's doing well. He's uh, keep going, James. Rivaling uh, Bell stats. You keep after going, the first James. Five games. Yes. You you are gonna. Have, I'm telling. You, we started the few weeks ago talking about, but speaking of hair. We're all going to be rocking your hairstyle pretty yeah. soon. I noticed he changed it a little bit. Well, it's, yeah. He's it's kinda, more cleaned up now. He's kind of growing it back in a little bit. Yeah. But I think, you know what? I, I made my statement. But, he, yeah, he's doing tremendous, right? Yeah. And the Steelers, we're rolling right along. We're, we're in the bye week. We're going to get ready. I'm feeling Atlanta, buddy. We're going to be doing this podcast in Atlanta. I, I love it. it. I, 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 heard it. People, I, it. I heard people saying, i seen Le'Veon Bell at Gitco and South. What? And he he was on social media and oh fl- he was God. still in Florida. I love that stuff. I so love he may the sightings. Report I love or... the sightings, man. <laughs> oh yeah, I, every Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, I saw him down Gecko. He was buying he was buying two hot dogs. Okay, <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing here? And he says, shush, keep it down. I did. My favorite all time story was, and and it's not true, by the way, out there. I'm sorry, it's not true because I asked him. Okay, it did not happen. There's a story that was going around forever. I tell you, if you want to meet one of the nicest human beings in this world, it was an athlete. I met a few of them that are just some of the nice. And Troy Polamalu is one of them. He is genuinely one of the kindest and nicest yeah. human beings you could meet. And he is, of course, one of the great football players, Steelers of ever in history of the Steelers. Really, he's amazing. Um, but there was a story where <laughs> forever. You hear, you hear a story. Troy Polamalu. There's nine restaurants that always change. Yeah. Troy Paul Amalo was out in Greensburg, a restaurant, right? <laughs> and then he's eating in this Italian restaurant. And then he went, he bought, he picked up the tab for every table in the room, and they all stood up and applauded. <laughs> I heard that story 20 times. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Different restaurant. Yeah. That he bought every meal in a place for everybody, and then they all stood up and applauded him. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, really? The, the one There's that, cell phones that no one could take. No one's taking. The, no one took a picture of this. Right? Yeah. No one recorded this this event as they're standing. But, and you'd hear, but people would tell me they were there. I was there, Jimmy. I was there. He, they, we all stood up. He picked up. I said, "Whoa, why's he doing this?" You know, it's Troy. I'm telling you. I I always Didn't get uh, in closer to. I'm home. sure he picked up tabs, but yeah. not the whole restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> you get a little closer to home with us. 
I get all the time. Oh yeah, that's Stanley P. Kachowski. He worked. He's a manager, at John Eagle, all the time. <laughs> I get that. He's a. Oh really? Yeah. Really? He, the real guy. He's a manager, at John Eagle. Oh, you know what? That is, I have gotten that. <laughs> Jim, I met I met the real Stanley that you played. Oh, really? It's a, it is a fake character for record. Yeah. Well, that's how the. Uh, you know, the Donnie Iris uh, bit that, that we started, I do all kind of pants in that evolved yeah. from this, which was a guy called and he said in Beaver County or somewhere in Beaver Falls, he's like, he calls and says, hey, Jimmy, I was a giant eagle and I was, there was one loaf of bread left and I put it in my cart and guy walks up, grabs the bread out of my cart. And takes it. Took the last guess. You were not going to believe him. So angry who it was. I'm like, who? He goes, Donnie Iris. <laughs> I said, what? Donnie Iris. He actually took. I'm like, wait. So, so you're saying there's one p- loaf of bread. You put it in your cart. And Donnie Iris walks up and takes it out of your <laughs> cart because he wants it. He goes, yes, Jimmy. I'm telling you. Donnie Iris <laughs> took bread out of it. I was like, oh, my God. So it was the greatest. Is that where the Lonnie Iris? Well, Pants I evolved. No, I did that. After, well, Pants. I started on Pants and that. Then I just, I don't know why, I just came up with Lonnie. I thought it'd be funny <laughs> to have his brother. I, I, I don't know. I came. I thought it was funny that the product of Donnie Iris Dicky. Yeah. Was funny. So I thought, all right, I'll do the Donnie Iris Dicky. And yeah. since we had the Donnie Iris Dicky, I thought he should have. We should have Lonnie. Yeah, involved. So <laughs> we need a you know a relative, a brother, or something. Yeah. So Lonnie, that's a Lonnie was born. But that was my favorite thing. Donnie Irish took the bread. I'm like, oh my <laughs> god, it's the greatest story I've ever heard. Like that would even be remotely could you the nicest <laughs> human being you could ever meet, Donnie Irish. Like he would, the guy would, God, he would pay for the guy's bread. I could have met that, which that's brilliant stuff. I just laugh so hard. <laughs> but it is funny, right? People, I mean, yeah. why don't people believe it? You know, somebody yeah. once said. When someone once called me and said on the air, and it's about seven, eight years ago, he goes, uh, uh, I was at your wedding at the Sheraton, and I'll tell you what, I was at your reception, and I crashed it. I'm so sorry. You never knew you were there, <laughs> and I got to tell you that it was the most beautiful reception. And I like, I mean, there was a couple times I got a little emotional. It was so beautiful. It was really wonderful with the whole reception. I said, I gotta tell you, I never. I, it wasn't me. He goes, what? I, go, I don't know where you were or what you're saying, <laughs> yeah. but I got married in Las Vegas. I was gonna say, yeah. You got and he's it. like, and he just hung up. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Was that like some believer believes it? I don't. I mean, God bless him. God bless him. So, I don't know. Maybe the same guy. Donnie took. Donnie took the bread. Who knows? It's pretty wild, right? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty wild. It's, it's interesting. You know? I guess we see. What we want to see. Yeah, kind of I thing. guess. Yeah, we see what we want to see. I guess. I mean, at that point. at that time too, uh, social media and all that wasn't as prevalent. Unless you saw like a TV commercial, you really didn't know right. what you right. looked well, like. But it's but you're right. We're still out. There. It's the thing. You know what though? I still I'm gonna do this one now. As a restaurant told to face you, picked up the tab for everybody in the restaurant. They all stood <laughs> and applauded. It was wild. You should have been there, man. <laughs> then he took my bread. It's like, <laughs> oh man! Hey, it was, a, it was a fun show today, Todd. Had a great time, brother. Great time, man. Yeah, appreciate always. appreciate everybody listening. Uh, and, and we hope you had as much fun as we did. As I always say, it's Jim Cran. No restrictions. No restrictions. This weekend, it's the twenty-four hour sale at Pansonet. Hey, you sleepyheads, get up! No sleeping in the store. Dad, where are you? Oh, screwy. Yeah, it's 2.15 in the morning. There ain't nobody here but us. That's the point, Mr. Nebby. That's right, Mr. Nebby. Now, all four Pansonet locations in the greater Pittsburgh area are open 24 hours a day. Need polyester at 10.15 at night? Indestructible double knits at noon? Plaid sweaters at 2.15 in the morning? There's just one place to go. I get my disability check and pow! Donna Pansonet. Last time I was up this late, it was for Chili Billy. Him in a terminal stare. He was showing tack of the mushroom people. Yeah, I remember that when he gave me the willies. No, you don't. You was always falling asleep after the first movie. Mushroom people was the second. Jag. Was shut up, Boatians, and find something to wear, and don't be spending all my money. Oh, don't you worry, Dad. You won't be spending all of your money when you shop at Pansonet. Pittsburgh's affordable clothes that last a long, long time. Dad, this is stupid. What's wrong with it? It got one long sleeve and one short. 
So, may I help you? Only if you're from Adopt a Jag program and you're here to get him. Yes, bed. But white. Coat inch two yard apes. <laughs> His sweater he's got here, he's all screwy. Yes, sir, it is. Uh, let's see if we've got another in the back. I'll be right back. Ain't that nice? Why, yes, ain't that nice indeed. All of the polite and friendly salespeople at Pants and Nat are there to serve you 24 hours a day. And here he is, 2.15 in the morning, and he's sober. Dad, <laughs> that guy look familiar, Danny. Curly black hair and body holly glasses. Yeah, he look like Donnie Iris. He's screwball. I ain't no Donnie Iris. Dad just told you he look familiar. He ain't no Donnie Iris working those stupid pants and that in the middle of stupid night. Donnie Iris, big rock star. Dad, he ain't no Donnie Iris. Now, enough of you two. Shut up. Here he comes. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is the last green and orange plaid rayon sweater we have in that size. I did find you a nice yellow one with little black dots. Hey, thanks. You've been very helpful, right, boys? Yeah, full of help. Yeah, thanks, Mr. Iris. You're welcome. Get out of town! No need, not when there's a pants in that. In town, open 24 hours a day near you. Come back again. I can't believe Donnie Iris is working at pants in that. This is a sad day. <laughs> Night. Shut up, Jag. You shut up, wuss. Both you rugrats, shut up. I'm depressed over here, okay? Hey, you forgot your sweater. Here he comes. Shut up now, and don't say nothing about him being all washed up in that. <laughs> Here you go. Have a nice night. Thanks, Mr. Iris. No need to call me Mr. Iris. Not now that you're hawking clothes. <laughs> you can call me Lonnie. Lonnie? What's up with that? Yeah, Donnie, what's up with that? Shut up, Boatians. You're embarrassing, Mr. Iris. Sorry, Donnie. He's too realized that you're somebody. Donnie? No, no, no. I'm Lonnie, one of the Iris triplets. Triplets? triplets? What's, <laughs> what's up, up with that? that? Sure, there's Donnie, the singer, Connie, the waitress, and me, Lonnie, the all-night guy at Pansonat. This is the biggest shocker since Nick Perry pulled the 666 ball. I am so happy. But not as happy as you'll be with the low prices, friendly service, and late, late hours you'll find at Pansonat. I can't believe you guys saw it to that geek with Donnie Irish. Jeez. Pansonat, in a mall near you.